What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast coming at you today. And you know what? Today's going to be a fun episode because it's summertime officially again. Like, it is hot as fuck outside. But you know what? Like, it, it's okay because that's just part of what it is being here in SoCal. Like, it's toasty in the summertime. Used to it at this point. At least it's not like parts of Arizona where people's cars are literally fucking melting. But anyways, today, guys... First things first, gotta tell you, a new product that I'm, like, super stoked on, been using it for the last few days, have zero complaints, it's actually really, really dope, is a cart company called Cresco, C-R-E-S-C-O, and right now I'm on that, I'm on one of their live resin carts, and let me see, if I pop over here to the Instagram real quick, I will actually be able to tell you exactly what their Instagram is, it's at Cresco Cannabis, C-R-E-S-C-O-C-A-N-N-A-B-I-S, no, this is not sponsored. No, they are not paying me. I just really enjoy sharing the products that I like with you guys because I feel like that genuinely like, you know, helps a couple of people who are on the fence or don't know what to try or haven't like experimented with anything yet. You know, I, I went and got my entire friend group hooked on the Stizzy carts, man. Like it, it's gotten to the point that like I can I can I can vape like at least like half the time, like, when I'm at work, when I'm out in public, when I'm going, like, when I'm driving or whatever, you know, and I'll have, like, a cart and a pen or a stizzy or something like that, and I'll be totally cool, I'll be fine, I'll be able to smoke, I'll be able to relax, you know, I, I don't have to smell like weed, I don't have to worry about, like, oh, shit, we're gonna get pulled over and they're gonna find my drugs, like, yeah, if I get pulled over with this in the car and I'm very obviously high, like, yeah, then it would be a problem, but I don't think that, like, just having this in your pocket is really gonna get you into that much trouble. And if it does, then you're probably just a fucking idiot. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. People have bad luck all the time. People get arrested for dumb shit all the time. Hell, people's cars get searched for the worst reasons in the world, alright? Let me tell you guys a real quick story, actually, about this shit, right? So this was just a matter of, like, terrible, to wrong place, wrong time, wrong kind of car, alright? So I used to work in a town called Lakita, which is, like, on the opposite side of the valley from where I used to live in Desert Hot Springs. And it was maybe like a 25 minute drive, 25, 30 minutes if traffic was, if traffic was great, it was like literally like 15 minutes. You know, if I could just jump on the freeway and bang it out real quick and just fly to work, like I could be there in like 15, 20 minutes <clears throat> by speeding. Um, but we're not going to get into that. But one day I get off work and I go there, there's a dispensary literally in the same parking lot where I used to work at this at this resale store, right? And so, I go to the dispensary. I pick up, like, some pre-rolls and, like, an eighth of some... what I don't even remember what butt I got. I want to say it was Skywalker, but I can't remember for the fucking life of me. I'll be honest. And, like, I have this shit in the bag, stapled shut, with the receipt on it. And I'm heading home, and I'm, like, right next to an AMPM, and I'm like, oh, cool, I could bank, like, a right right here. I can go grab a drink and some snacks, go home and smoke. And I go to pull over didn't realize there was a fucking cop behind me, right? And not that I was tripping that there was a cop behind me. That's probably why I didn't care. I didn't have anything illegal on me, you know what I mean? But the second I pull into this AMPM parking lot, he flips his lights on me and pulls up behind me and, like, I'm sitting there and he gets out and walks over. He's like, oh, do you know why I stopped you? And I was like, why? And he goes, oh, you got a taillight out. And he goes, and this vehicle matches the description of another vehicle that was involved in a recent hit and run. I'm going to need you to, like, you know, show me your insurance, your license, your paperwork, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, cool, here, show him everything, right? Like, everything is good, everything is chill. 
But he looks over at me and he goes, all right, well, I, uh, do I have permission to search the vehicle? And I was like, no. Because obviously I had fucking weed in the glove box. And it was in the bag with the receipt. He's like, okay, well, is there any drugs, guns, or weapons in the vehicle? And I was honest. I told him, I'm like, yeah, there's a bag in the glove box. It has an eighth of weed and a couple pre-rolls in it and like a little thing of edibles. He's like, what? And I was like, I just went to the dispensary, like, you know, a little bit ago. You just happened to pull me over after I stopped there. And the look that this fucking cop gave me, dude, like, I felt like I was like two inches tall next to this fucking guy. All right. Like, I I felt like it was that look that you give a toddler when they do something that's like, you know, not like bad, but like something that, you know, they probably shouldn't be doing. You just kind of give them like that little half, like, don't do that kind of, you know, like the head tilt. And the one raised eyebrow, like, you know, you're like, okay, cool, you need to not do this. But, dude, I, I should have told him, I was like, yeah, I, I can get it out. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, you're not reaching in the glove box. So I was like, okay, cool, come around the car and look in the glove box. He pulls it out and he grabs the bag and he goes, I need you to open this. And I look at him and I go, and that, that same shit popped into my head that a buddy of mine told me years ago. And it was, if you have your shit in a sealed bag... And a cop tells you to open it. Don't. If he opens it, it's one thing. If you open it, it's a completely different case. And I told him, I'm like, well, officer, you know, I was told by a few friends and some people that I've worked with, you know, if you guys pull me over with a dispensary bag, like, I'm not to open it because it's considered an open container. He's like, oh, well, oh, man, all right. Like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You know, if you're not going to open it, then, you know, I can just peek inside. He kind of opens it. But notice, he's super careful to not break the seal of the stapled receipt and the bag. He's looking in there, he's like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, whatever, it's weed. Like, Because, I mean, if you're driving around, you got like an eighth in your fucking cup holder. Whether it's stick or sealed or not, you can. I think you can still get in trouble for it being in like plain sight or something like that. I'm not 100% sure on that, don't quote me. I should probably look up these laws again. But, I mean, if you're cruising around and you got an open eighth on you... That's just, come on, man, what are, you, what are you doing with yourself? Like, be more careful. Like I always tell you guys, like, don't be stoned and stupid. Pick one or the other. Be stoned or be stupid. But don't ever be both at the same time. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm drinking on the ice-cold soda from my work. Because I went to go pick up my check today because my company doesn't do direct deposit. And it is, like, again, blisteringly fucking hot outside. So you hear this, just know that is, that is a soda. That is not like an audio glitch or like some weird fucking music that I'm listening to. I'm just drinking a drink. I don't know why I feel like I have to clarify that, but I, I did. But anyways, guys, like, yeah, this cop straight up told me that he wanted me to open the bag of the bag and show him what was in it and like all this shit. And I was like, nah, nah I'm good. And he wouldn't even do it himself. So please, guys, like, be smart, be safe. Don't get in trouble. Look up the law, the, the law. The law, man, I can't say the word law. There we go, law. Look up the laws in the local area that you live in, your state, your city, your, like, whatever the fuck. Figure out what the exact rules of cannabis are and what your carrying rules are, what your limits are. All that shit, because you gotta be careful, man, because there are some people out there who are just gonna assume weed equals bad. You having weed makes you a bad person arrest him like i don't i don't know like there's just there's a multitude of like things that go into it i guess and there's no like right or wrong way to really describe it but fuck it dude 
I'm gonna crank the music up real quick, take a couple of stizzy hits, and we're gonna get into the main point in today's episode, which is 40 pro stoner tips and tricks for beginners. We might have read this before, but for all the people that are new here, for all the people that are looking to experiment, stick around, but we're gonna get into that in just a sec. Okay. <coughs> Ooh, there we go. Hmm. I tell you, dude, these live resin carts, if you hit it too many times, it literally feels like you take a dab. I don't know how I feel about that, but I feel pretty good right now. So, all right, let's get into it, guys. 40 pro stoner tips for beginners. Stoner etiquette rules is the other name of this article. Number one is don't sit on the blunt or the joint. That means, like... If you're holding the blunt, you're holding the J, you're holding the pipe or whatever, and you just keep burning on it and talking, shut the fuck up and pass that shit. Because, like, nobody nobody wants to waste weed. Nobody wants to be sitting there like, okay, cool, I'm waiting to smoke, and by the time it's their turn on rotation, you get the ass end of a fucking J, you know? Like, it's just not good. It's not fun, and it's not cool to do to other people, especially not people that you're smoking with. Number two is prepare for cotton mouth, hence why I bought a soda. And I have some chips over there that I'm going to eat the kettle brand. Sea salt and black pepper, my favorite. Well, my favorite favorite is uh, sea salt and vinegar, but that's not the point. But yes, cotton mouth is absolutely a thing. Beware of it. Be wary of it. Be ready for it. Number three, prepare for red eyes. Always carry some visine or some clear eyes, dude. Like, always have that shit on deck. Have some of it in your backpack when you go out to a session. Have it in your back pocket. Take it with you on the bus. Keep some in your fucking car if you live in a cool enough area where it's not going to be like dumping boiling water into your eyes like out here. Like, make sure that you are just super duper careful about the red eyes thing. Because, like, yeah, you can bullshit people and be like, oh, I have allergies. But trust me, it'll only go so far. Cornering the bowl. If you're a stoner tip for this, if you take one stoner tip from this giant list, let it be this. There's nothing more annoying than smoking with friends and having one person who doesn't know how to corner a bowl. It burns through herbs extremely quickly. It's not a very conservative way to smoke. Ooh, you know what? Yeah, like, I mean, cornering a bowl is just kind of commonplace, man. Like, when you smoke out of a pipe, right, for those of you that know what a bowl is, you already know what cornering a bowl is. It's just when you hold the lighter, like, close to, like, one particular edge, and you can, like, split the bowl into, like, sections if you're really careful. And you want to try to just light the least amount as possible. And maybe get a little bit of a cherry going so that it burns through the rest of the weed in the bowl slower. So that you're not, like, popping everything, like, continuously. Like, you don't have to pop out and reload, like, four bowls because, oh, Jerry over here took a fat fucking rip out of the bong and now everybody is absolutely fucked on it. Like, 
you gotta be super duper careful with shit like that because eventually people will not want to fucking smoke with you if you do this constantly you're just inhaling bowls and shit like it's not cool saving crumbs dude okay when you're going through and you're packing bowls and you're rolling joints and like shit falls on your rolling tray shit goes on the counter or whatever have a separate jar or container that you specifically put all of that like shake into because you know what man like one time i remember i was nearly uh, nearly out of weed right <clears throat> almost gone my homie had a little bit of shake in his bag that we pinched out another homie had some shake in his bag that, that we pinched out we found a couple of nugs from one buddy that had some just laying around and then i had my grinder that i'd been using for like six months and had not cleaned out the keef catcher so we did the coin trick we put it in the freezer with two coins in it take it out of the freezer like 15 minutes later and shake the shit out of it and all the key falls to the bottom it works by the way just saying but like you can literally just like you can you can always find ways to smoke if you're if you're smart and you're conservative and you keep things around but this one time we smoked this bowl that was nothing but shake and keef and you know what we got high that day. At least we did that. It wasn't, like, the best because it kind of tasted like shit. I'm not even going to front. But, like, you know, if, if you really want to smoke and you really need to smoke that bad, going in on weed together, guys, is, like, the best way to save money. Like, me and, me and my roommate, we always buy, like, if we buy a large amount, like, I just bought a half ounce. I pieced it out into eighth, eighths and jars. And it's like, if my friend, if my roommates come to me and are like, oh, hey, do you have any weed? I'm going to be like, yeah, sure, here. And just, you know, give them a jar. Because that's just, you know, the kind of thing that I, that's just the kind of thing that I do. Just like if I go to them, I'm like, man, I'm out of flour. Can I bump some flour? He'll pinch out some nugs, put them in a jar, and then, you know, we'll be even. But what we do is every time we buy, like, a large amount, we tend to like to go in on it together. Because, guys, let me tell you, if you can get a roommate that is down to go in with you on weed, it makes it so much of an easier, ta like, habit to maintain. Because there's some people who want to smoke, but who don't want to put in on anything. And those types of people are, like, just the worst. Like, okay, I'm not going to say they're the worst kinds of people on the entire planet. Like, that would probably be, I don't know, something like Nazis. But the people who come over and are, like, you know, you, everybody's had that one friend that shows up to the session, unfucking invited, just out of the blue and goes, Oh, this guy texted me and said you guys were smoking tonight. For us, that would always be one of our buddies whose name I will not mention because we don't really talk anymore. But, like, he would always text this one friend that we hated hanging out with, but he liked hanging out with him, to come to the session, right? And, like, we'd be sitting there smoking, having a good time and shit. He'd show up and he'd be like, oh, he told me you guys were smoking. Let's smoke. Let's go. And he would never bring anything to the session with him. And that shit used to piss me off because let me tell you, dude, like after you smoke somebody out like so many times, it's like it becomes when it becomes like them just straight up taking advantage of you. That's where you got to come. That's where you got to come down and tell somebody be like, hey, knock it the fuck off. Like, get out of here. If you want to smoke, go in on the shit with us. Because I've already explained the stoner economy to you guys. You have the guy that always has the weed at the top. 
that's the guy. That's your. That's like the good friend. That was me and my when my bed. Me and my best friend. We always had weed in high school, so all of our other friends would always hit us up and be like, "Hey, like, can we smoke? Like, can we meet up? Can we hang out?" You know, I'd hit up the dealer. I'd be like, "Hey, we got like sixty bucks between all of us. We're good for it. Here's a fucking picture of the money. Come meet us at this place." And like, you know, he'd meet us at some gas station or some convenience store. We'd do the handoff, and we'd go smoke and have a good time. After I finish this, I got a story for you guys, and it's going to be about the time that one of my buddies went to do a drug deal and almost got his ass and us arrested. Number six, save roaches. You can do that, but, you know, I don't personally. Don't wet lip the joint. There is nothing worse than having, like, a wet joint thrown at you. I'm going to go through these a little bit faster now because I really want to tell that story before I run out of time to record. Stop, think, relax, and forget your paranoia, dude. Okay, yeah, you really do, because there's some people you smoke with that get super on edge, and they're not fun to smoke with. What goes around comes around. Don't be stingy. Don't be. Oh, my God, I hated smoking with these kids in high school. Where you go to their place, and you get down, you'd be ready to smoke and shit, right? And they'd be like, You'd be like, oh, that smells good. Can I take a hit? And they'd be like, no, it's my weed. You didn't buy this. And I'd be like, well, fuck you then. You're not hitting the bowl when I pack it. That's just as simple as that is. But then they'd be like, oh, no, you can have a hit. Because people always knew. Again, me and the homeboy, we always got pretty decent weed. For a long time in our teens, when we first started smoking from the ages of like 15 to the age of like 16. So that first year... Bunk, dude. Bunk-ass weed. But after a while, like, a couple of the guys that we'd been buying weed from were like, Hey, you know what? You've been shopping with us for a while. Like, oh, hey, if you get this, I'll give you this better weed. Like, just buy from me and I'll give you better weed. Like, and they, t they came through. A couple of guys came through with some pretty bomb-ass weed. Like I said, the one weed that got me so fried and so fucked up is one that has a bullshit name that I'm pretty sure isn't even a strain, which it was called, I think it was like Starburst Cherry Bomb or some shit like that. But that does not sound like an actual name of a strain of weed. At least not one that I've ever seen since then. Let me know somehow. Message me on Instagram. Comment on a TikTok video. Tell me if you want to tell me. But I don't remember that ever being a strain. But anyways, yeah. What goes around comes back around. Don't be a dick. Invest in a high quality piece. Alright, you know what? Get a good vape pen. Get a brand name vape pen. Like the heavy hitters one that I have here. If you're going to get, like, a bong or you're going to get, like, a pipe or a piece or anything like that, don't buy the cheap-ass China bongs and the cheap-ass China pipes. Because I guarantee you, like, you'll you'll either break it or lose it or you'll go to wash it. Like, I had a cheap Chinese bong a few months back. And I think I told this story on the podcast a couple months ago. But it was really, really hot. And I had it sitting in the windowsill in my room. Lord knows why I left it next to the open window, but, you know, I fucking did. Whoopsie-daisy. But it was in, like, direct sunlight. So I grabbed it and took it into the bathroom to give her a wash because, you know, I didn't... I had smoked out of it that night. It was fresh water, but I was like, I'm just going to rinse it out, and I'm not going to smoke out of this one again for a little bit because it was just the piece that I happened to grab that night. It wasn't my favorite pipe or my favorite piece or anything like that, which get treated like babies and kept in drawers and in nice little, like, linen cases like this one. That ZK pipe case from Pipe Mart. Fucking love it. It's a smell-proof case where you pull the thing shut and then you can't smell anything that's inside. I can't remember what it's made out of. Some polyester sort of plasticky feeling material, but it's kind of nice. 
But anyways, yes, invest in good glass. If you're going to be smoking a lot, invest in high-quality glass. I would even recommend to go as far as to get, like, any... If you get, like, the money to be able to buy these pieces, allow me to preface this, because... Warning, expensive, coming up. These heavy-duty fucking glass pieces, right? These shatterproof bongs and shatterproof pipes and shit. I saw a pipe that I want to get because there's literally a video of a dude holding it in his hand, standing at the top of, like, an apartment building on the second floor, and it has those, like, concrete, like, pebble-covered stairs. You know the type I'm talking about, where it's like a slab of pebbles. It's like a slab of a really old sidewalk. And, like, he takes the pipe and just bounces it down the stairs and it doesn't break. I'm like, dude, alright, I need a pipe like that. Because I tell you what, dude, the, the, I have sat here and been sitting, like, on the edge of my bed. I have broken more pipes sitting on the edges of beds than any other way. Like, I don't knock them off my desk. I don't drop them off of, like, you know, the table when we're smoking and shit, like... But I, I will literally, like, smoke and have it sitting, like, on my lap, like, in, like, the fold of my shorts. Or, like, you know, on my blanket or something. And I'll stand up because I gotta, like, go to the bathroom or whatever. And I will literally send the pipe, like, across into the middle of the floor. And I'll just go, no! And by the time I get the and that part out of my mouth, the fucking pipe is already shattered on the ground in pieces. Weeds all over the floor. Gotta grab the broom. Gotta grab the vacuum. Don't want to step on glass. And the whole time I'm cleaning it up, I'm sad because now i got to go buy a new pipe. And people are like, oh, well, you should always have more than one. I'm like, yeah, I have like seven. At least seven. That's a problem. But I mean, like, if I break one, I always feel like I have to replace it. So I immediately will, like, make an excuse to go to the smoke shop. People hate me for it because they'll be like, really? You bought another pipe? And I'll be like, yes. All right, but anyways... Don't cough in the bong. Everybody, I think, has, like, done this or almost done this at some point. Like, I have seen friends do this. I have coughed. Almost coughed in the bong. Like, I started to cough a little bit and then immediately, like, handed it to the person next to me. But I coughed enough so that the bowl almost popped out, but my buddy caught it and put it back in. So it was all good. So I did cough in a bong a couple times. But I saw one friend, oh, dude, we were smoking, right? And this was, again, that kid that really wasn't a part of the group that I told you about before that we converted into a pothead. Not intentionally, it just kind of happened that way. But he, the first time we made him smoke out of, well, didn't make him, that sounds terrible. But the first time we let him smoke out of a bong, right? He fucking took some fat, fat fucking rips. And we're looking at him like, bro, are you good? Are you okay? And he's like, I feel fine. And immediately, like, he didn't—he went to hit the bong again. He didn't even make it to, like, inhaling the smoke. He pulled the bowl out, handed it to the friend next to him, and goes to, like, take his hit. Projectile vomits down the stem of my friend's bong. Sends it spewing out the bottom onto the table in front of us. And we're all just like, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? My homie did the one thing. He's like, I never do this. He took his bong, walks into the kitchen, and just puts it in the dishwasher. Yeah, he dishwashed his bong and took it out, and he was like, see, look, it's clean, it's fine. Rinsed it out with some hot-ass water, fucking left alcohol sitting in it overnight, like, 
Dude, this friend was, he was so pissed. Like, he corked off the end where the stem goes and fucking filled the whole thing up with alcohol. He's like, I need to make sure this shit's clean. I ain't smoking out of it till that shit's dead. I was like, bro, just buy a new bong. Don't get your herb wet. Yeah, that's true. Watch out for Scooby Scooby Snacks. Ash. Ash popping down your fucking pipes. Popping down your joints. Hopping up into a bong. Well, maybe not into a bong, because, like, the bong filters them pretty well. But, dude, you gotta go buy pipe screens, man. I will swear by pipe screens for the rest of my fucking life. You kind of have to smoke a couple bowls out of a pipe first to get that layer of resin to get the screen to stick in there. Once you have a screen in your pipe, dude, oh, man. Like, you can keep smoking out of it. You can collect the resin off of it and, like, reclaim. Like, whatever you gotta do, man. Whatever you gotta, hey, I mean, to each their own. But you know what? Just get, just get a screen for your pipes, guys. It's so easy. Don't pass someone a cash bowl. Yeah, don't do that. Don't just smoke and leave. Try to avoid smoking alone. Ooh, the paranoia. Have your snacks ready. How many times, guys? I need to get a counter going on this freaking podcast, man. How many freaking times have I told you guys on this podcast? Always have your snacks ready. Be prepared. Always have your snacks ready, dude. If you, if you don't have snacks ready, what are you even doing? Why are you smoking? Like, go buy some Oreos. Go get some fucking... What, what, what's in this picture? We got, we got Oreos, Cheez-Its, Animal Crackers, M&M's, Goldfish, Chex Mix, Pop Chips. Pretty much the chip section at my work at the AMPM. But alright, have your snacks ready. Learn good ways to conserve your stash. Corner bowls, create a gravity bong, smoke out of a regular bong, like, don't forget the smell of weed, guys. Oh, if you go out and you smell like weed, trust me, we know, every stoner knows. Stop burning your fingers or ro- or dropping blunge, get a roach clip. Yeah, get a roach clip, guys, just, you, you, it's, it's super easy, just go buy a fucking, like, a lanyard thing and that little clip on the end, yeah, th- those... Those are like bigger versions of Roach Clips, but I guess they work. Make a good playlist. Don't get into conspiracy theories. Okay, let's not. Clean your pieces frequently. Know what temperature to smoke at? What the fuck? Huh? Oh, for those who are smoking dabs. Okay, that makes sense. Try to avoid the crossfade. No. Just kidding, I don't drink. Try to avoid driving. Keep everything on the low. Avoid smoking in public. Smoke-proof containers. Don't steal lighters. Don't be the tool using torches on joints. Oh my god, I fucking hate when I see videos of people doing this shit. Allow me to explain. Alright, you guys have seen these videos of kids that are hitting, air quotes, massive rips off of like big bongs and big pipes and big bowls and shit like that. Okay. You're using a torch. You're burning, 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 like incinerating more of that weed than you're actually smoking. Like, you're literally just burning off all the terps and everything off of that. If you if you took a Bic lighter and tried to smoke a bowl that big, do you know how fucking long that weed would last you? Like, I saw, I saw a video a few days ago where a guy smokes a whole eighth. I know that doesn't sound like much compared to, like, some how much some people smoke, but hear me out. Literally makes a bowl piece for his bong that holds an entire eighth. He literally just mounts the jar... Cuts a hole in the bottom of it and like glass molds the base of it onto a stem. 
So he can literally smoke a whole eighth out of his bong. And I was like, oh, this is cool. This is going to last him fucking forever. Like, you can just put the lid back on it and smoke it later. Like, no, the dude pulls out a fucking blowtorch. And let me tell you guys, you incinerate more of the weed than you're actually smoking. And I know this might sound kind of like stoner douchey, but like, okay, the CEO of Raw Papers, Josh, I believe his name is. This man makes a video talking about why, you know, smoking with hemp wick is better than using a lighter. Because the lighters burn at such a high temperature that you lose a lot of the flavor, a lot of the terps, a lot of the, the everything to it. Like, it burns at a much higher temperature than what this pen in my hand could put out right now. Which is part of the reason why this concentrate is so, like, it tastes good, it vibes good, you get all the terpenes, you get a higher percentage of THC in it, like... There's some plant material in it, I know, because it's, you know, again, it's live resin. It's not perfect. But it's not bad at all. And I love smoking them. And if Cresco, if you guys see this or hear this podcast, and you want to send me more of this shit, I will preach you on this fucking podcast for the rest of my life. Sponsor me! Just kidding. You don't have to sponsor me. It would be pretty cool, though. I wouldn't complain at all. But anyways, that's where I'm going to draw the line for the Stoner Tips article. Because half of the shit that's in here is just literally common sense. The other half is shit that you should know if you're smoking. So I'm going to tell you guys another fun story about a time where a buddy of mine went to a drug deal at a really sketchy, dumb location, and he was stupid for showing up. And I'm going to do that right after a couple more hits of this. Enjoy the music for a couple seconds. turn the music down too low oh gosh well guys I may have fucked up because I just realized it was my nap time and that 10 seconds for you <coughs> has been almost like 30 minutes for me um, I decided I was gonna tell this story after taking a dab so I went and did that I know the magic of editing right let me turn that music down a little bit more actually it's kind of loud for a story time so anyways, we're in high school, right? It's our fucking freshman year. And like, we knew a couple of the drug dealers at school and stuff. You know, we, we were, this was before I started smoking, a little bit before. I was like, it was shortly after I turned 15, I think, that I started smoking weed, like, regularly. At this point, I was 14. I had smoked a couple of times over that summer. And yeah, it was fun, but it wasn't like, you know, I didn't really care that much about it. Like, I smoked cigarettes like a fucking train, though. By the way, guys, disclaimer, don't smoke cigarettes, it's gross, it's a waste of your health, it's a waste of your body, and it's a waste of money. Don't get addicted like I did. But anyways, aside from that. So my homeboy hits up one of these drug dealers that he he knew a friend of a friend who knew the drug dealers, who knew blah blah blah, so-and-so, like, oh, hey, you're this guy. Like, oh, well, this guy told me to go to you if I needed weed. And you don't just straight up walk up to a drug dealer and go, hey, I want to buy some drugs. There's your first mistake. Second, the guy said okay. And we were immediately all like, wait, what? He just said yes to a 14-year-old? 
and he goes, well, how much you looking to get? And my friend was like, uh, I got like 10 bucks on me. And he laughed. The dude laughed. And I walked over. I'm like, well, you know, I got like 45. What can I get for 45? And he looks at me and he's like, like, you know, like 2.5 grams. I was like, can I get an eighth? 3.5 grams. Throw in an extra gram. Like, and I was talking him up on it. And he's like, you know what? 45 for an eighth. That's not bad. That's not bad. He sold me like this bunk ass fucking weed, dude. That I swear to God, like, if you took skunk weed and crossed it with, like, California ditch weed, you know the type. You know the type of weed I'm talking about. That really seedy, really puffy shit that, like, your friend's uncle's grandfather grows in his backyard. Like, he doesn't even know it's weed. It just grows out there. It's full of seeds. It's full of stems and sticks. Yeah, you can grind it up and get a bowl or two out of it, but what the fuck are you going to do with it after that? Like, what, you going to pack a bunch of seeds in a joint and make a firecracker for somebody? Like... It was that shitty of a weed. And I mean, like, we still fucking smoked it. We still got high on it. And my buddy couldn't figure out why he got laughed off. And I told him, I'm like, well, you didn't bring enough money to the table to ask a drug dealer in the middle of a school day to sell you some bud. But anyways, this drug dealer actually became a really, really close friend of mine later on down the line in life. And we get along still, like, to this day. We still talk every now and then. And, like, I'll hit him up and talk to him. And I mean... He just became... He went from being a dealer to, like, a good friend that grows weed. And so, a year... About a year later, right? My friend does the same shit. After we've all been hanging out for a while, he looks up to me and he's like, you know, we bought from him a few times at this point. Like, like more than a few times. Like, he was, like, becoming, like, our... Like, not our primary guy, because we had a really, really good dealer that lived down the street from us that we could get weed from whenever the guy that I told you would meet us at 7-Eleven. But we had another guy, like... This was our guy. This is the other guy from all the other stories. My buddy goes up to him and goes, Hey, I got 60 bucks. I want to get, like, at least, like, a quarter of, like, some pretty decent shake or whatever you got, man. Like, anything. Like, uh, he, need, he just needed to smoke. And so, being the dealer being really nice this time goes, Okay, cool. Meet me at, like, this location. I'm not going to say it right here, right now, because a lot of people meet at this location. And I don't want anybody to get fucked and think that I'm trying to rat anybody out. Because, Lord knows, we're in the Coachella Valley here. I might live in the nice part of Indio, but it's still Indio, and I never forget that. But anyways, guys, so, he goes and meets up with this guy at this location across from the fairgrounds. There's a lot of locations across from the fairgrounds, people don't come at me. And so, like, he goes there, they're hanging out, they're talking, they're at the car... Rolls a joint of his own shit and, you know, smokes out our dealer, which was kind of like we did. We did this pretty often. Ten, he told me, t- ten seconds after he fucking sparked up that joint, cops were rolling into the parking lot. And mind you, my dumbass was walking towards where they were to go meet up with them and smoke. And I immediately, like, as soon as I saw, like, four cop cars pulling up, I was like, nope. Turned around, got right back on the fucking bus, went back home. My mom asked me what happened, and I said, Well, I went over to his house, but he wasn't feeling good, and I didn't want to get sick, so I came home. And she was like, oh. Okay. Turns out, our drug dealer got arrested. Went to, he didn't, I don't think he got arrested for, like, any criminal charges. I think he had, like, a suspend, driving on a suspended license or something like that. I think the cops just took the weed away, because, again, it's California. Like, if you don't have a substantial amount, they're not going to fucking say shit to you. Like, and I guess they took away my buddy's weed, too. And so, dealer hits us up, like, two weeks later, right? And he's like, hey, guys, I'm sorry that that shit happened. Like, 
you know, like, I got a ticket and all this, and he goes, but I got a shitload of fucking weed at my house if you guys want to come over here, so, dude, I shit you not, we did the mission, it was, like, maybe, like, I don't know, early October, middle of October, because it was just starting to cool off outside of the point that you could, like, kind of wear a hoodie or a flannel, and we fucking walk over to the dealer's house, we meet up with him, we sit in the garage, we smoke and shit, and that's when we went from just being, like, clients to being, like, friends, because my buddy and him got caught together, so you know what, they were both kind of, like, they had this weird special, they became, like, best friends after this, it was kind of interesting, actually, to see it happen and develop, but yeah, that's the story about the time that my friend almost got arrested, oh, and I, didn't I mention, they did not try anything, like, my friends didn't try to run, they didn't try to hide, like, my buddy put the weed in his pocket, but, like, that was, like, it. And he dead ass like, told me later, he's like, dude, I thought I was going to jail, like, my whole life was flashing in front of me, like, I thought I was gonna, like, I thought I was fucked, man, I thought everything was going downhill, I was like, and yet we're here. You know, we were smoking, having a good time, I might hit him up later, see if he wants to play some Xbox, but you know what, guys? I hope all of you have a great day, I hope you enjoyed my jokes and commentary today. Have a good one. Stay high. Stay awesome. And I will see all of you guys. Well, I won't see you, but I'll know you're here in the next episode of the Stone of Thoughts podcast here on Spotify. Peace.